appreciate the Lord for this morning, today. All that was said this morning and then we thank the Lord for tonight. And the young uh, preachers coming up. As it was said, Sister Marina is doing an awesome job. And uh, Micah did such a good job on his brother. Davin did an awesome job. Laka didn't uh, Jordan did good. <laughs> don't don't take your gold bars to heaven. Better give it down here. <laughs> and Nathaniel did such a such a good job. We thank you, Sister Joy, for the good testimony you gave this morning. And um, your your daughter graduating from the uh, medical field in the medical field advancing and may uh, may God help her to advance even more. We thank you this morning, Sister Marina and her mother was so good, and everybody was uh, awesome. Brother Andre did a tremendous job this morning. It was it was just a beautiful beautiful day and the way that God has uh, led us and you're following the message it's a it's a great series sister um, Joni told me she she loved it if you get the CDs I'll tell sister Rosie and she will um, uh, order brother Ronald can make copies as you need it and we'll have a these uh, lessons put together where you can um, you can get it and this is also going out around the world um, on Facebook because these um, subscribe and YouTube and uh, you can support this message and help us oh, God is so good this morning we were in first uh, I mean, Second Kings. Wasn't we there this morning? In uh, Second Second Kings, um, and then that was a beautiful lesson that we that we learned there in Second Kings that Elijah was Elijah was such a such a powerful man, mightily mightily used of God. God really used him. And um, brother, brother Steve did a wonderful job, and bringing up the history of um, how idolatry, idolatry got into Israel, and even over into Judah, and the spread of this uh, this spirit that um, that he showed you the history from. The days after Solomon died, Rehoboam and Jeroboam got into conflict. And uh, Jeroboam received ten tribes. The prophet uh, Ida, yes, uh, prophesied and uh, ten tribes went to um, Jeroboam. And he was the servant of um, Solomon. Then he rebelled and he went to Egypt. And then at the death of um, Solomon, he came back, and Rehoboam was not very smart. Rehoboam was not 
very smart. He did not take the advice of the um, the uh, the elder man, but he went to the young man. And so the kingdom was divided. Ten tribes going to the north, and two tribes, uh, Judah and Benjamin, went to the south. So you had a division. These are important to understand scripture. Division of the north, uh, ten tribes under Jeroboam, um, and then uh, two tribes to the south under Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. Are you following me? And so this is very beautiful. And when you get into the New Testament and around, and you begin to understand scripture, understand how steadfast, unmovable the work of God is. And the course that God sets out to um, uh, to accomplish his purpose, he lays it out that nobody can change it. It has never be done, been done. It cannot be, do, be done. And then knowing these, um, knowing these scriptures give you, give you faith and make your faith arise in God. Now, um, Jeroboam, Rehoboam. Uh, but Jeroboam's lineage was like a dynasty. Jeroboam uh, had a son uh, that took over. The first Jeroboam, then Jeroboam number two, um, uh, was not a very good man, but he followed the ways of his father, and he followed after um, uh, uh, idols um, that... Um, the um, was it uh, uh, Baal? These uh, these are idols that uh, that he followed. Sin it became a sin to Israel. The Bible said that he caused Israel Jeroboam, who made Israel to sin. Someone can entice you into sin and lead you into sin, and it leads up all the way up to a man by the name of Elijah. See, because of all of the wickedness and Israel was getting ready to go into captivity by the uh, Assyrian. Read all of that history. The Assyrian will uh, would take them into captivity and uh, lead them. And then the nation of Israel would pretty well disappear. Then about 200 years after or less, or maybe a little more, 200 years after, under the Babylonian, you see, Assyria tried to take um, uh, Judah but they could not Judah and Jerusalem remember the Assyrian first couldn't and they couldn't take it so um, during this time there was 185,000 Assyrian that was killed one night by the angel of the Lord and uh, they could not they took a few cities from Judah but they could not conquer Jerusalem and um Ezekiah was a man of prayer. Remember how Ezekiah, uh, he sets his face towards the wall and he prayed and so. And all of these kings there, there were uh, many of them, they were uh, good good kings. Not a lot, but there were some that were good kings. There was not any, hardly any good kings in Israel, but there was a few good kings in uh, Judah. That, uh, God started a revival. Was it Josiah? And all of that, that was the last great revival. And they had some very bad kings, Manasseh, uh, and some of these uh, kings that was not so righteous. Okay, so 
um, Elijah came on the scene out of nowhere, the Tishbite. And uh, he was not popular, when I say popular, with the uh, kings and dressing up nice and in palaces. Um, Jesus asked uh, John, of John, he said, what went you out into the wilderness for to see? When you go out to see one guy dressed up in the latest fashion suit, three-piece suits and a nice watch and all of that? No. But you're a man that was, uh, he was sent by God. But he was out there in the wilderness eating um, locusts and wild honey. And they asked him, are you Elijah? Uh, no. Are you one of the prophets? No. Well, who are you? I'm the voice. And he picked that up in Isaiah, the uh, 40th chapter. If you turn your Bibles there now to Isaiah quickly, chapter 40, he says, What went you out into the wilderness for to see? And uh, J they used this, they, um, John coded it, and also Jesus. Uh, here, and I'll go to the 40th chapter of Isaiah. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, said the Lord. Speak ye comfortable, and you all read with me. Speak ye comfortable to Jerusalem. And cry unto her that her warfare, notice, is accomplished. That her warfare is accomplished. That her iniquity, notice, it's going to be a time of forgiveness and pardoning. We're tracking the steps of Elijah. Says uh, that her iniquity is pardoned. For she hath received of the Lord, the Lord's hand double for all her sins. That means God... Is going to chasten her. I think Brother Steve and um, uh, many of you said that God would uh, deal with rebellion and sin. See, God is going to for, uh, forgive, but God is going to give her double. Why am I going through these things, Lord? Oh, uh, uh, so much. But if you will um, repent, if you will turn to God, then God is going to bless you. God will give her double for all her sins. And read with me. The voice of him that cried, where? In the wilderness. Look at it. Let's read. The voice of him that cried in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Did John the Baptist do this? Did he cry over in um, the, uh, I think it's all of the gospel, Mark and John. And so you can, we will get to all of that little, little later on. But it said the voice of him that cried in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Now the highway is not digging up a road. But it's the highway is Jesus Christ. Making way for the Messiah to come. Remember John was the forerunner. And the wilderness was Israel. They were, they were just like this world right now. It's a wilderness. It's a wilderness uh, where it's dark. And you cannot see your way unless God sent a light. And that's why Jesus Christ came as a light through the wilderness, uh, 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 to give us in the wilderness, the people that sat in darkness have seen a great light. You cannot get out of the this world, which is a wilderness, unless you see the light. And John was sent, thank you, John was sent as a forerunner to show us the path to Jesus. I am the way. The way what? The way out that God made a path in the wilderness. See, and God will come into your spirit, into your mind, and give you light and shine 
in your heart and the people that sat in darkness. It doesn't mean you were sitting down, but you were born in darkness. You live in darkness. But now they have seen a great light. And the light of the world is Jesus Christ. Thank God for the light. And he said the voice of him. Father, it's a beautiful lesson of him that crieth in the wilderness. That word crying is preaching and warning and telling the people to turn to God. Remember, read it in the gospel. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. John had a six-month uh, ministry, very short ministry. But the Bible said he was a bright and a shining light. Where did he shine? In your hearts. Until God come into your heart, you're in the wilderness. You're, you're blind. You cannot see afar off. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert. Oh, look at that. That desert. It's a wilderness. But it's growing all kind of uh, stuff that is in violation to God. Aliens from God. But it's a desert. You know what a desert is? It's a dry place. It's not uh, cultivated. It's not developed. And that's what you were. Your heart or life was desert. And it was not developed. It was not cultivated. Until God sent a plowman. Into your heart. That plowman is Jesus Christ. He comes in to plow. And to stir you up. And to uh, sow the seed. Remember? A sower went out to sow. And then the seed. Some of them fall upon uh, good ground. But some fell on stony ground and thorny ground and wayside soil. So tonight I pray that the word of God as the plowman comes in. And he sows and scatters the seed of the word of God. That your heart will be good ground. That you will open your heart and you will say come into my heart Lord Jesus. Like the, um, like the third captain. You get there. That third captain that cried. And we are finding out that. That's a type of a Elijah ministry that's going to turn the hearts of the children. You see how far they were? Uh, they were serving uh, the gods of um, uh, uh, Ekron, Ekron, uh, the um, Z god of these, what is Zidonians, or Jezebel's spirit was ra raging and ruling even in revelations about the Thyatiran church. Uh, thou sufferest that woman. To be there to teach and my servants to commit fornication and to blaspheme and turn uh, the, the people against God. You've got to watch out for that spirit. And so that's why it takes discerning. Now you see you go from first to natural but then you go over into the spiritual discerning. And you've got to be able to see what's going on right now. Brother Steve showed you how the start of, uh, of Baal and, and all of that. Uh, then you have the innocent looking golden calves and Bethel and Dan and, and uh, Israel was told, why do you go up to church? Why do you go up to Jerusalem? It's so far. You understand? Put a discouraging lazy spirit upon the saints of God. And you better be careful because the devil said, you work today. Uh, you've got to go to work tomorrow. Why go to church tonight? Just uh, rest. You deserve it. And he put that spirit on you. And you've got to have that broken. And uh, you've got to cast off that, that slothful spirit. And take a hold of God. So the voice of him that cried in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Next verse. Make a straight uh, a path for in, in the desert. An highway. See that's highway. Is that holy highway. 
that no lions or ravenous beasts shall wander up. Remember the gospel tells us, and Isaiah tells us, no ravenous beasts will go up on this highway, but it's holiness. That's why to walk on this highway, uh, you've got to be holy, holiness unto the Lord. The voice of him that cried in the wilderness, prepare ye. The way of the Lord makes straight in the desert. You get that about the desert? It's not over in Mojave. It's you. It's dry. Tumbleweeds are blowing and falling there. And a wind come every once in a while. That wind and blow some tumbleweeds. But uh, but uh, there's nothing there. Uh, there's nothing growing. No fruits of the spirit. See, but Christ came and make a way. And then the Holy Ghost plants the fruits of the spirit in your life. And before you know, you've got love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, and so on. Goodness, faith, meekness, and all of these things that's growing up in your heart. You're a different person. You're a new creature. That's what God's doing for you. But it takes a ministry to begin to remove all of that uh, uh, stuff that's not of God from your life. And begin to put the, uh, the word of God into your heart. So the voice of him that cried, that, and that makes straight. In the desert, a highway for our God, for God to work. So God's got to have a path in your life. It's desert and wilderness. So are you going to do that now? By putting, uh, cultivating the word of God, planting the seed word, cultivating the word of God, making a highway where in your heart, in your mind. Jesus said, uh, I mean, God's word said in Ezekiel and Jeremiah, I will put my laws. In their heart. What is he going to do? He's going to break through. You know, you, you, this is what I'm saying. And you begin to go before God. And find out how much work. How much empty space. How much land that needs to be conquered. And taken over. And how God wants to cultivate you. And when, when, when you begin to let God through. What happens? You become a new creature. You begin to move from glory to glory. From glory to glory. Even as by the spirit of the Lord. Something must be done in your life. And God gave a ministry uh, to the church. that, And the ministry that God gave will continue. But God is going to give a, even a more dynamic ministry. To begin to turn the hearts of the children back to God. Every valley, notice. Uh, every valley shall be exalted. You feel low? You feel small? I'm just the smallest of the small. Uh, I, I'm not that person. I can't sing. I can't preach. Oh, uh, though I walk though. Through the valley of the shadow of death. That this life I will fear no evil. Because thou art with me thy rod and thy staff. That's the word of God. And the staff shall comfort me. Every valley shall be exalted. God will lift you up. And God will raise you up out of that low condition. You understand that valley that you're down in. Of the shadow of death. And every mountain shall and hills shall be made low. Are you way up there? He's going to bring you down. Come on down, Zacchaeus. Get on down off of that high place that you are. And God bring you down. What he does, he bring the low one up and the high one down. And what does that mean? We level off in God. Amen. And we become one in God in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. He, he, he brings up uh, and the hills shall be made low. And the crooked... Huh, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have got, all of us have got crooked spirit. They're crooked. We're not, you know, sidewinders. We're not walking straight with the word of God. We smile on Sunday. And we praise the Lord on Sunday. 
But look at this little side winding spirit. When it comes Monday, we get out there in the world. We don't walk straight anymore. We're not a testimony. They don't know that we are Christians and we are children, right? But he says that he's going to make every crooked path uh, straight. And the crooked shall be made straight. And the rough places are, you know, rough. But God's got a, 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 a bulldozer that's going to go over there and crush. You know the rough? You know, we've got rough bad evil spirits and uh, we won't even yield to God. But God knows how to send uh, that uh, crusher and level it and take away all the rough where you become smooth in God. Everywhere place in our life, God is going to smooth it out. Eh? Amen? Crooked and the glory, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when he made the, the rough place uh, uh, plain? Next verse. What, what is going to happen? And look at what's going to happen. You see that? The work that has got you all to shout. The work that has got to be done in your life. Until finally you're so smooth. Nobody's going to stumble. You know over your spirit. Because your spirit is smoothed out. And you're not the same person. The rough. Uh, uh, undeveloped area of your life now. Is leveled off. By the word of God. Amen. Those valleys are brought up. And the highest exalted spirit that you have. Is leveled off. And nobody's offended because of your life anymore. But there's a change in you. And look what's going to happen. Something got a hold of you. There's a glory. Amen. The knowledge of the glory of God is shining in your heart. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed in your spirit. Amen. It's going to shine. The light is going to shine in your spirit. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed on all flesh. Come on, all flesh shall see it together. Uh, for the mouth of the Lord had uh, spoken it. And verse 6 says, and uh, 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 verse 6 says, that's verse 9. Verse 6 says, the voice of the voice said, notice, we're talking about that voice. Oh, a still, a small voice. We've been talking about voices, right? And uh, uh, the, uh, all of the young people got up here, uh, including Brother Steve. That uh, I spoke, uh, Brother Andre, this morning about that voice, a still, small voice. And you can hear that voice inside of your spirit, that still, small voice. Don't, don't always look to somebody and call, but look inside, pray. And there, there's a spirit in you. And the inspiration of the Almighty will give you wisdom. There's something inside of you that if you touch God and communicate with that spirit, You'll see how God will lead you. He said, the voice said, you know, a voice is crying. Cry. The voice said, cry. And he said, what shall I cry? Uh, uh, what shall I say? What's my message? Uh, I, I, I need a message. He said, cry. Well, you know, what? You, you've got to ask God, now what shall I cry? All flesh is grass. All flesh is grass. So when you look at all the glory of man, and you don't follow that because that's grass that's going to cut down and, and wither. They look bright and nice, but it's going to be cut down. God is going to send a lawnmower over that, those places and cut it down. What shall I cry? All flesh. Can I hear you? All flesh is grass and all the goodliness thereof as the flower of the field. The grass withereth and the flower faded because the spirit, that's all. That's all it has to do. The spirit of the Lord just blow upon it. What did, what did, he, what did he say he's going to do in the last days? He's going to blow. Blow 
His spirit is going to blow upon all flesh. And God is going to bring down the high ones and lift up the low ones. And God is going to have a tremendous ministry as we approach the close of the age. Um, uh, Elijah's ministry, whatever you call it. But there's going to be a tremendous um, uh, move of God. God's going to blow. Are you listening? God is going to blow upon the earth. God is going to blow upon the people. And he said, surely the people is grass. So you worrying about a little grass? You, you go out there and somebody cutting their lawn and bagging it up. Are you worrying about that? That's exactly how God feels about the whole race. What is God doing? He's getting his lawn more ready. What is God doing? He's getting ready to plow even the rough places. You know, sometimes you're cutting the lawn and there's rough. But you got to get the stones out. Right? You got to get it out. Otherwise, it will break the uh, instrument. So you clean out the stones and the rough places and the low places and bring the live one down. What a work God is doing. Do you feel God working in your life? Those rough areas that you have? Do you feel those places that were so rough that nobody ever could come there? If a pastor ever come in that area, my God, he would be rebuked, talk about, he's afraid of you. I tell God, send a man of God in there that have the word of God. I tell God, send a man in your spirit that is greater and stronger. You've got to have a man of God that's stronger than you. If you are stronger than your pastor, you are in trouble. But God must give a man with a word of authority and he stand up. If I am a man of God, if I am a man of God, May fire come down and consume you and all of those ideas and your thoughts and your wicked ways that you have in you. If I'm a man of God, that's what's going to change the church. That's what's going to save the church. Men of God, rise up. And if I am a man of God, uh, when, they're, when they're being attacked, under attack, the church is under attack and the devil is coming in like a flood, the spirit of God will lift up a standard. Hear my words. Hear my words. Hear my words what I'm telling you today. But God is going to do, and he's doing a wonderful thing. What is he doing? What is he doing? He's getting ready to cut the grass. Amen. God's getting ready to cut the lawn. But what is he doing? He's got to move the stones out. Bring up the low places. Bring the high place down. And God is going to cut the grass. And when he does, it's going to be glorious. And the glory of God will be revealed. And what is he going to do? Pour out his spirit. And we are going to see a wonderful world wherein dwelleth righteousness. I say amen for God. Now, the grass, the people are as grass. The grass withering. What is he going to do? Remove all of the hindrances and the, and the rebels. The grass withering. The flower faded. But the word, <laughs> the word of God, the word of God uh, shall stand forever. And do you notice how everybody got up here uh, and used the word of God? That's all that's important. Nothing else is important. Your little dream is not important. My little dreams and ideas is not important. But I've got to have a word of God. So look, when these young people stand up, they speak the word of God. And that's what needed in the church today. We're running around and we're looking for prophets when all the time they're, the word of God prophesies to us. Jesus said, it's finished. Let's get back to the word. When you've got the word, you know what God is doing. Amen. You know what God is doing. O Zion that bringeth good tidings. Get thee up into the high mountains. O Jerusalem that bringeth good tidings. Lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah. What? Behold your God. Are you listening? 
Next verse. Behold your God. Behold. You see someone. John points out. Behold the Lamb of God. So there's going to be a ministry that's going to point you exactly to Jesus. Exactly to the second coming of Jesus. They're not going to worry about the pandemic or the, the seven seals or vials or trumpet. They've got a bright and a shining light in, in uh, despite the darkness and all that's going on. They're going to point you to Jesus Christ. Behold, the Lord God will come. Where? Where? Come at the second advent. Will come with strong hands. How strong is he? The prophets go before him. The angels go before him. My God is a man of war. Jesus Christ is a man of war. The first time he came as a savior. But the second time he's coming as a deliverer. A conqueror. And he's going to cause the enemies. To beat their swords into plowshare. He shall feed. Is a. Uh, 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 go to verse 10. Go back to verse 10. Say behold the Lord God will come. With strong hand. And he's harmed. Jesus is the harm of God. Amen. And he's going to. Oh I feel like shouting. He's going to rule with the rod uh, and, the, and the, the, uh, that stem, the rod and iron. He says that he says that he and his harm, okay, God's coming. But the harm of God is Jesus Christ. And he shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. 11 says that uh, he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. What is he doing now? What is he doing right now in your heart? Are you the flock of the Lord? Yeah. Or oh, somebody ought to shout. Are you the flock of God? Yeah. That's why we were talking this morning. That the Elijah's ministry is crying out. Oh man of God. Said spare me. My life and the life of my men. Said have mercy. Make our lives be precious. Feed us. Help us. And the angel of God says go down with it. Go down. He don't be afraid. And God that there's a ministry coming. That uh, God, uh, and as we go forward, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but in Malachi, uh, this ministry that's coming, see that uh, that's going to God's going to pour out His Spirit and turn the hearts of the children uh, back to their fathers, or else the Lord will come and uh, smite the earth with a curse. Like this morning, look first, uh, come on down, the first fifty and the captain. The next one, come on down, and God smite the. Uh, must smite them with a curse. But the, uh, the other one. Turn the hand of God. The other one. Uh, uh, through the Elijah's ministry. Turn. And that's what God's going to do to the church. God's going to send judgment. But there's going to rise up a ministry. That's going to call unto God. And by that time. By this time. All the grass will be leveled. Are uh, you listening? The level. Uh, and will be plowed and mowed. And the glory of God will be revealed. See God knows how to do it. He's going to, men and women are going to rise up and realize that it's God. It's God, uh, the man of God. And uh, 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 who is this man of God? Uh, he's not dressed like the world. He dressed different. He doesn't put on the, the, the latest style like the world. You understand? He's not clothed with the um, garment of this world. But he's clothed with the fire and the vengeance of God. Amen. That's what Elijah's ministry he will do, and he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those that are with young. Uh, verse 12. Who had measured? Then he goes on measuring the water in verse uh, 
verse what? Verse 12. Okay. And let me go down to um, verse of time. All nations, verse 17. All nations uh, before him are as nothing. And they are counted to him less than uh, nothing and vanity. To whom then will you liken God? Or uh, what likeness really compared uh, unto him? Then uh, the, the, word, the word goes on. You can't, you can't uh, figure God out. And, and this ministry that God is sending. Uh, that is the Elijah's ministry. The voice of one that's uh, crying in the wilderness. Prepare either way of the Lord. See, so uh, we um, we go back to um, we go back to um, to Second uh, Kings, chapter one, where he cried, "Let my life be uh, go to there. Let my life be precious, uh, and the life of my men be precious." Do you see how the turning is coming? I'm showing you how we have. You ever heard about Elijah's ministry? Uh, the coming and and uh, tell us what it is. We hear about it. Elijah shall come. And turn the hearts of the um, of the uh, children back to their fathers. How is he going to do that? When he sat up there. I remember Israel was still in rebellion. The king was still. Despite of Mount Carmel. Uh, despite of all of that. Uh, Israel was still in rebellion. And going on to idols. The king. As the king goes. So the people. And so. Elijah showed up. Elijah showed up. And, and point them back to God. The true God. Until the third captain saw. And begin to turn. And cry out to God. See that's what God's going to do. And what happened? They turn to God. They cry out. That's Israel is going to do that. And eventually the world is going to do that. They're going to turn to the true. And the living God. Somebody said by judgment. God's going to do it by judgment. And then after that by glory. Um, uh, and he said yes. And he sent again. Uh, a captain of the third 15, yeah, and with his 50. And the third captain of 50 went up and came and went on his knee, fell on his knees uh, before Elijah and beseeched him and said unto him, O man of God, I pray thee, let my life and the life of these 50, thy servant, be precious in thy sight. Now I want to close with one scripture uh, in Malachi chapter 4. Can you go with me there? To um, uh, You have Zechariah and then you have Malachi. Malachi is the last book in the uh, Old Testament. He closed it out. But look at how God worked. Here was Elijah uh, all over the Bible. You find him and then you'll find him also in the New Testament uh, when we get over there. Even standing with Jesus Christ. But I want to just read this and then we'll pick it up on Wednesday night. But let's just read this. Can you all read with me Malachi 4? I start at verse 1. For behold a day cometh that shall burn as an oven. And all, notice, read, and all the proud, notice what happened. The day cometh that shall burn. What happened to the 50? The first 50. What happened to the second 50? It burned up. So the day is coming. When if I be a man of God, may fire come down and burn you up. See, God's not going. It's not going to be a revival where God is saying, "Come to the altar," because those days are over. But now the judgment of God is in the land, and Elijah's ministry is here. And if I be a man of God, it's a demonstration of the power of God 
and his work through the ministry. God is a wonderful God. And behold, the day is coming. The day coming that shall burn. Notice. That shall burn as in heaven. And all the proud. Remember those two proud kings? Captains. Remember? The king and the captains. And all the proud. Yea. And all that do wickedly shall be stubborn. And the day that uh, cometh shall burn them up. Said the Lord of hosts. That it shall leave them neither root nor branch. What happened to the 50? First two 50s and the captain. They were burned up. And that's what's going to happen. That's how God's going to start this ministry. He's going to burn them up. Until, until the church and the world get the message that God is in charge. Amen. A verse uh, 2. But unto you that, look at it, look at that. Look what's going to happen. What happened to the third king and his 50, I mean the third captain? Fear, reverence. Remember, read it. We just come through there. But unto you that fear my name, shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. <laughs> and he shall go forth and grow up as calves of the star, jumping and kicking. You ever see little calves jumping with joy, dancing and praising God? Huh? And he shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the sole of your feet in the day that I shall do this, said the Lord of hosts. And remember ye the law of Moses. See that you go back to the law, to the covenant, to the mercy of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel with the statutes and judgment. Behold, I will send, uh, verse 5, Behold, I will send, Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Who is he going to send? Who was on the mountain calling the fire down on the 50, and then the 50? Huh? He's going to send them Elijah's ministry. When? Before the great and terrible day. What did Elijah do? Called fire down. If I'm a man of God. So the Elijah's ministry is a fiery ministry. And that's what's coming. That's what's coming and is going to bring back all of the peace treaties you make. It's not going to do anything in Israel. It's going to be a ministry, a demonstration of the power of God like they know and read about it in the word of God. That's the same thing that's going to come to the church. How did God get a church started? Despite the devil and the work of the devil. What did he do? It's by the fire of the Holy Ghost. I baptize you. I baptize you with water. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And I will pour my spirit upon my sons and my daughters. Don't be afraid of God. God's going to do it. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen after you. I don't have to worry about me if I die and what's going to happen. The work of God was here before. And it's going to continue because God has a mighty and a strong heart. Amen. And that harm is Jesus Christ. And he shall turn. Look what he's going to do. And what did he do? What did, what did Elijah ministry do to the third captain and his men? He shall turn uh, the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the hearts of the children to their fathers. By uh, father and son and children get back in relationship. They'll turn them. Lest I come. Notice what? If it doesn't happen. If, if they don't repent. If they don't change. What's going to happen? Lest I come. Read it. 
lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So if they don't turn, if they fight the word of God, if they are, uh, I will send Elijah, the prophet, rent before the great and notable day. And what is he going to do? The same ministry that he had on the hill. And if I be a man of God, amen. It's not a long message. It's a short message. If I be a man of God, if this ministry be of God, if God call us, men going to get up and say, if God call me and you oppose it, let fire come down because the day of foolishness is over. Our God is not fooling with anybody, but judgment is coming and the kingdom of God is to be established. And so what is he going to do? I'll send Elijah and he shall send Elijah. Verse uh, five. And he shall send Elijah. The behold, I will send uh, you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Now remember, uh, uh, John the Baptist was not really Elijah, but he came in the spirit of Elijah. But that was the first coming. But there's two coming. But the first coming was salvation. But the second coming is fire, judgment. Uh, God is going to uh, come back as a consuming fire. Am I right? So he's going to uh, manifest himself as a consuming fire. So I will send Elijah before that great, verse 5, before the great and the terrible, I will send Elijah, uh, send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Verse 6. And he shall turn. You see that word? Turn. What does that mean? Turn them from Baal, from uh, 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 the gods of the Zidonian, uh, from the teaching and the doctrines of Jezebel, from the spirit of Balaam and Bala. Read that in the seven churches of Asia. And turn away ungodliness from Israel. And turn our hearts towards God. Isn't that why we are praying? Oh God be merciful to me a sinner. And he shall turn. Everybody read. He shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children. And the heart of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and smite the earth with a, with a curse. And one more verse said. Remember ye the law of Moses. That's the word of God. And then we'll pick it up um, Wednesday night. Did you enjoy that? So, Brother, Brother Hedward, come on.